0: You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your gracious and humble host, your Bruce Wayne wannabe, Eric G. Thanking you so much for making us a part of your day. And coming up, we're going to be talking about the Thunder's most recent win against the Phoenix Suns. And we'll try not to get too carried away With all the hyperbole and all the instant overreaction that went on on Twitter. As a matter of fact, I will leave that for social media and try and bring things back down to earth as Russell Westbrook has an incredible night. Okay, I'm going to overreact about Russell Westbrook, but I don't see it as an overreaction. Tonight is one of those nights that when I see Russell Westbrook do what he does It amazes me that he is not in the MVP conversation more than Paul George is. That's coming up in segment number one. And also in segment number one, we'll talk about Abdul Nader, who had a fantastic night for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Dennis Schroeder had a great night for the Thunder. Steven Adams had a great night for the Thunder. But let's remember, it was against the Suns. So if you're erring on that side of looking at Abdul Nader and you're thinking, man, he ought to get Patrick Patterson's minutes, let's not go too far on that. So that is your segment number one in a nutshell. Segment number two, the NBA has sent out a memo about tampering. But I'm going to tell you why the NBA loves tampering and absolutely has no intention to do anything about it And why you will never see players ultimately get fined for doing what LeBron James did with Anthony Davis. And why I think players like Russell Westbrook and Paul George need to be a lot more vocal about guys that they would like to see Sam Presti trade for here in the near future. Then we're going to wrap things up today, and and I just can't help it. I I get that it's low-hanging fruit, and, and it's time to have that Godfather 3 moment course, I guess if you're going to have any moment from any Godfather, Godfather 3 is the worst to have, but every time that I think I'm out with Kevin Durant, he pulls me right back in, and certainly he did it with his latest comments. My name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I also work for News Radio 1000 KTOK. I'm a credentialed member of the media. I've covered the Thunder now for just over five years, and if you like what you hear, I would encourage you. And be very thrilled if you would go to LockedOnThunder.com. That's LockedOnThunder.com. There you will find every single one of our podcast archive. You'll also find video from players and coaches. And if you would be so kind to, sub- to subscribe to this podcast, you can do so at LockedOnThunder, at LockedOnPodcast.com, at Apple iTunes, and don't forget for that new smart speaker, all you have to do is say, Alexa, play the Locked on Thunder podcast, or hey, Google, play the Locked on Thunder podcast, and we're right there for you. Let's jump into it tonight. The Oklahoma City Thunder without Paul George and without Alex Abrines, get a big win against the Phoenix Suns tonight, a much-needed win for Oklahoma City after losing back-to-back games to Minnesota. And the Houston Rockets, 118-102 is your final. An incredible night for Russell Westbrook. Misses a triple-double by two assists. I had said on Twitter that Russell Westbrook would have a 40-point triple-double tonight and then upped it to 50 with the way that he had played in the first quarter. But he finishes with 40-12-8. and And when I see Russell Westbrook have nights like tonight, and and, and look, you know, you watch the game. He wasn't the only one for the Thunder who was having an incredible night as five members of the Thunder all ended up in double digits. But this is a night where it shows Russell Westbrook's versatility. And it shows that Russell Westbrook can adapt pretty much to any situation and play the way that he needs to, which is something that he never gets enough credit for. And I don't know how you could even just look at tonight's box scores, even if you didn't watch the game tonight. Like we know some of Russell Westbrook's critics who will remain nameless on this podcast won't. Even if you just looked at the box score, how on earth could you say Russell Westbrook's being selfish? If you looked at the box scores from the last month, you couldn't make the argument that Russell Westbrook's being selfish. You might make the argument that Russell Westbrook isn't having the offensive output and putting up the stats that he once did, but you can't say that he's being selfish. And tonight when you have him take over a game and essentially put the thunder on his shoulders the way that he did when Paul George isn't there, knowing that he needed to step up because PG wasn't there to, to lead on or you couldn't let PG take over a game, Russell Westbrook did it, and he did it in a, in a manner that was unselfish. Because there were times that he gave the ball up to Steven Adams. There are times that he gave the ball up to Dennis Schroeder. And real quick, because I love to digress, that is one of my favorite things in the world to do because I suffer from attention deficit disorder. How about Steven Adams? Assisting Russ on a basket tonight. And the Thunder pretty much throughout this entire game, even if the third quarter and the second quarter weren't that great, they played some excellent team basketball all night long. But with Russell Westbrook, He does whatever the situation calls for, and this is when we start talking about the MVP. It absolutely blows my mind when I pull up a USA Today article, and I know it was from a couple of days ago, and maybe there's been a change of heart since, but even just as as far back as a couple of days ago, Russell Westbrook was not listed in the top 10 of MVP candidates. Tonight was an MVP-type game for Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is having an MVP-type year. I don't know how much more clear I can make it. I just would like to see more people, like even people from the Thunder broadcast crew, pump Russell Westbrook up a little bit more for an award that he's deserving of. And I don't know if it's because Paul George is getting mentioned for this award and maybe there's some sort of... Eat it coming from Russell because I can't imagine it would come from the Thunder because I really can't it doesn't benefit the Thunder for for you not to talk about two guys that could possibly mention for MVP but if Russell had said to them you know hey just talk about Paul George in this sense don't really mention me okay fine I get it but it, it, it's time it, it's time to start building Russell up for that award Dennis Schroeder tonight making Sam Presti look like the executive of the year with that trade for for Carmelo Anthony. Wow. Uh getting the start tonight and, and and I think what what you're seeing tonight um and I don't know if Billy Donovan will get consideration for coach of the year this year, but I think he really should. And I'm not saying that to be to be a homer. But if, if we're going to consider that Sam Presti could possibly be an executive of the year, certainly Billy Donovan can definitely be a coach of the year. But tonight was one of those nights that you saw how deep the Thunder is, how athletic they are. And while we're stewing over the fact that the Thunder still don't have a, an assassin coming off the bench and they're still looking for a backup four, Abdul Nader had just an absolutely amazing game now I am not ready to start saying give him all of Patrick Patterson's minutes and Patrick Patterson has barely played these last two games tonight he only played 10 minutes but remember Nader for as hard as he's worked and for as good as he was tonight he wasn't very good at all against the Houston Rockets but you see what happened in a short time span. He was able to bounce back and step up when he needs to, and that's what you have with the Oklahoma City Thunder: is a group of guys that can step up when the situation calls for it. I don't expect to see that kind of night out of Abdul Nader every time he takes the floor, but it's nice to know that he's got it in him. Uh, Steven Adams had his you know typical night tonight. Jeremy Grant was having his typical night, but this is just this is one of those teams as the season goes on even with the flaws that we tend to get a lot that we tend to get really focused on around here in Oklahoma City because ultimately we want this team to be good enough to win a championship and when we get the sense that there's something there that makes them not a championship team we're going to pick it apart even with the flaws this is a really deep really athletic very versatile basketball team that gives Billy Donovan lots of options when guys get hurt and guys aren't able to play. And speaking of guys getting hurt and guys not being able to play, if you wanted to rest Paul George for the next game on Sunday against the Dallas Mavericks, you could go ahead and do so as long as he is back by the game on New Year's Eve. Because the Mavericks can be a tough team to to deal with. I'm excited about Monday's game and actually getting to see uh, Luka Doncic, Doncic, Doncic. Wow, I can never pronounce that dude's name. I'm really excited about getting to see him. Dirk Nowitzki's been back for Dallas, and and it, that, that should be a fun game. It ought to be a fun game on Sunday as well, but if you wanted to rest Paul George one more game and you feel like it best serves you, we'll go ahead and do so. I do have to wonder, with Terrence Ferguson being ill tonight, and suffering from an illness a couple of days ago, and Alex Sabrina suffering from an illness. I have to wonder if the if the Thunder's health plan covers flu shots or not because it seems like these guys aren't getting their flu shots, and whatever they're doing this year, they're, they're not staying healthy. And I'm trying not to overreact to that, but that is something that bothers me because when I think of professional athletes, I think of them being in great shape, and I know that the Thunder have access to, to really good health care, and what is ever preventing these guys from being 100%, it, it, at least from a feel-good standpoint, that needs to get corrected. Or maybe these guys just need a little bit of rest. But uh, didn't miss Terrence Ferguson tonight, and certainly didn't miss Alex Sabrinas. But even with Abrinus being inconsistent, I'd still rather have him than not have him the same with Terrence Ferguson And uh, I'm sure we'll see Paul George back sooner rather than later. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next here on the Locked on Thunder podcast, why the NBA really is never going to be all that serious about stopping tampering and and why it ultimately benefits them. That's coming up on the Locked on Thunder podcast. The Oklahoma Sooners are just a few hours away from playing Alabama in the Orange Bowl as part of the college football playoffs. Winner goes to play for the national championship, and we're talking about it on Locked On Sooners. We have a new episode out of that of that podcast. <laughs> That's how I should say it. Sorry, it's late at night. Well, of course, if you've listened to this podcast, it really doesn't matter what time it is. Uh, but if you would like to listen to the Locked On Sooners podcast, just say, hey, Google, play Locked On Sooners podcast, or Alexa, play Locked On Sooners podcast. We also have a website, LockedOnPodcast.com, where you can subscribe to all our Locked On podcasts. And then there's Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Alexa. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The NBA has sent a memo out about tampering, all this coming on the heels of LeBron James recruiting Anthony Davis, or I don't know, can you really call what LeBron James did recruiting? All LeBron James said was, if the Lakers were to trade for Anthony Davis, that would be great. Then we start putting two and two together because LeBron and Anthony Davis share an agent. Anthony Davis doesn't seem happy in New Orleans. There's a lot of pressure on the Pelicans to trade him so they don't let him walk away empty-handed, so forth and so on. So the NBA sends out this memo explaining in detail what tampering is and saying that it's it's a very broad definition and that teams need to be careful because this day and age of media. But the, the NBA is not serious about getting rid of tampering. They're just not. Because it's bad for the NBA if you get rid of tampering. It works out perfect for the association. When you have LeBron James talking about playing with Anthony Davis, talking about the Lakers making a trade for Anthony Davis, it's great for the NBA because it sparks conversation. It gets you at the front of first take. It gets you at the front of of get up and um, speak for yourself And uh, whatever the show is with, with Skip and Shannon Sharp. But every single sports show, every single nationally syndicated talk show, you go right to the top of the list as a topic when LeBron James makes that statement and then people are talking about your league versus the NFL in the middle of in the middle of the season and right as we get towards playoffs and you're even superseding college football which is getting ready to play for a national championship that's why the nba loves this because at any time of year when a conversation like this happens you are the you are the lead story everybody wants to talk about it, even if you're not a lead story it's an easy topic to have an opinion on And and you can break it down. Should Anthony Davis go to the Lakers? Should he stay at New Orleans? Did LeBron do anything illegal? Why do the Lakers keep doing this? Well, they ought to be fine. Well, now you've got the angle on on the small markets, so forth and so on. So the NBA, all they want to do, all the NBA really wants to do is a little bit of PR work here so guys like me get suckered into talking about this. We tell you about it. It gives the sense that, hey, they're really serious about this. They sent out a memo, and when you send out a memo, everyone knows that they have to behave. Not really. And honestly, for the Oklahoma City Thunder, this is something that I would like to see PG and Russ get a lot more aggressive with. I would love for them to start talking about players that that they think that the Thunder should trade for, even if it never happens, even if it never materializes, it puts the thunder in the conversation and as long as you have paul george and russell westbrook not only are you legitimate but you're an organization that people have to look out for every year and they've got to take they've got to take you seriously because you have star power you have two superstars and two more budding superstars in jeremy grant and in steven adams So now it's not a far-fetched thing when Russell Westbrook and Paul George throw it against the wall and say, hey, yeah, I'd like, yeah, I'd be great if Sam Presti would trade for Jimmy Butler. Or, hey, it would be great if Sam Presti would go out and trade for Anthony Davis. Okay, maybe not so much Anthony Davis because you've got Steven Adams, but I think you get my point here. And... That's what you want as an NBA. I think that's what you want really, as any professional organization. More than anything, is just to be talked about, just to get the coverage. They always say that any publicity is good publicity. That's not that that is not always the truth. But even if there's that threat of you getting fined for tampering, or, or possibly losing a draft pick, or, or may not, or, or you may not be able to sign a particular free agent. Just to have it chirped about for a while is enough to make everybody talk about you, put the focus on you in what is becoming a very short news cycle, and at least make you the dominant headline for a while. And and that is something that is absolutely priceless. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next, every time I think I'm out with KD, he pulls me right back in. We'll explain next on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Another episode of Locked On Sooners is available now. Just say, Alexa, play Locked On Sooners Podcast. Or, hey, Google, play Locked On Sooners Podcast. Also available at LockedOnPodcast.com. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Also on Apple iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. Kevin Durant's Clueless. I I realize that's a shock. I I know that in the past 24 hours... We all thought Kevin Durant had finally understood why people were pissed off at him for leaving Oklahoma City and that people around the NBA and people here from Oklahoma City saw it as you having unfinished business, you had a 3-1 to series lead on a team, you weren't clutch, so maybe you would come back one more year and at least try and take him down before you bailed. But no, you ended up going to Golden State. And he just he just does not get it. He honestly believes the reason you don't like him going to Golden State is because you're jealous. You're jealous of him. It's envy. In fact, here's just some of the things that Kevin Durant had to say. I've come to the conclusion that people hate the fact that I play for the Warriors and people hate the fact that I'm so damn good at basketball. They don't like the combination. So it's not my fault when I say something you get in your feelings. It's that you've got some underlying against me already, or you've got something underlying against me already. So no matter what I say or how I approach anything, it's going to be a problem if I don't agree with you because you just don't like me. You know what I'm saying? No, Katie, it's not that. None of us would care if you had a really strong opinion. None of us care that you're really good at basketball. We love the fact that you're good at basketball. And here in Oklahoma City, nobody loved that fact more than us for the time that you were here. It's the fact that you went to the team that you had a 3-1 to series lead on. When are you going to understand that? When are you going to understand that what people really wanted from you is to see you slay the dragon? Not go join the dragon and and be one of its keepers and, and help it go burn down the rest of the village. They wanted to see you slay it. You didn't give them that opportunity. You robbed them of that opportunity. Was it your choice? Yes. And you had every right to make that choice. And maybe for that, we shouldn't hold it against you. But it has nothing to do with jealousy. People aren't jealous of the fact that you went to Golden State. They just don't like the fact that Golden State was already good without you and didn't need you to win championships. And that's something that they've already proven. And the other thing that's going to drive people crazy now is they know you're getting ready to leave GSW. Draymond Green knows it. And that's one of the reasons why Draymond Green has been so upset the last few weeks is because he knows it. And he called you on your BS. It's not just guys like me. It's not just podcasters. It's not just people on Twitter or talking heads or whoever, KD. Your own teammates are now calling you on your BS. And there comes a point in time where where, yes, maybe you may, you may ultimately be vindicated for everything that you've ever done and you've ever said. But more often than not, in, in real life, there comes a point where you have to look in the mirror and ask yourself, can this many people really be wrong? And sometimes, yes, this many people can really be wrong. But this is not one of those times. You fail to grasp what is around you so much that it's is—it's astonishing. It really is astonishing to me. You want to be the bad guy so bad, but when somebody criticizes you, you can't take it. Well, figure it out, man. Either be the bad guy or don't be the bad guy. Say your feelings got hurt. Don't say they got hurt. But ultimately, one of these days, maybe your mom, maybe somebody else will tell you, this is why everyone doesn't like you. At least everyone in Oklahoma City. And yes, even that's being hyperbolic because there are people in Oklahoma City that still think you're a really good guy. I just don't happen to be one of them. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G, and uh, that'll pretty much do it for us uh, this weekend. We will be back on Monday, New Year's Eve, as we get ready for the Dallas Mavericks and the Oklahoma City Thunder to play the second of a back-to-back, which should be fun. Should be a fun series. But the Thunder get a big win against the Phoenix Suns. So for this weekend, at least for the next 24 hours, we all all get to celebrate and high-five some great performances. And uh, hey, don't let what I said at the beginning of the podcast ruin what you're going to talk about when you're at the bar this weekend. Go ahead and, and talk about how Abdul Nader might be the guy that will ultimately replace Patrick Patterson and maybe Sam Presti doesn't need to make a move to go out and trade for someone. Have that talk. Have PG MVP talk. And Steven Adams All-Star talk, that's something we all ought to be discussing here. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G saying thank you so much for making us a part of your day. And remember, over the weekend, may God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody, and peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.